The following is a presentation of William Carey Athletics. Welcome to Crusader Talk, your home for all things William Carey Crusader Athletics. Now, here's your host, Ben Milo. Welcome back to another episode of Crusader Talk. My name is Ben Milam. It is good to have you with us and good to be with you for another week. We are all about some cross country today. A lot to cover. We're going to have head coach of both of our sides of the Crusaders cross country teams, Blake Hegstrom, with us. We're going to get to talk to a couple of his leading athletes. Uh, first up, we have Andy Wheeler, senior on our women's cross country team. Andy, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Andy, first of all, uh, you're coming off of a big week off of the SSAC championship. Finished second overall in that, uh, as did the team. And uh, with a time of 18.52, just let's look back on that. First of all, take us through that race and what it took to be successful last week. Well, it took a lot of preparation, honestly, just the six months of training leading up to it. Um, the summer is really where you get into the nitty gritty of it and then just kind of fine tuning weeks leading up to it. Um, it was a lot of mental uh, prep, I guess. Um, you just kind of have to go into it. You don't, you can't think about it too much, but you have to focus on it enough that you know what you want to do. Uh, going into it, I knew I had a chance to be first. Um, that didn't quite happen, but um, you know, just focusing on really getting into the race uh, with the right mindset and and really trying to race, yeah. not just worry about time or you know just try to stay with the leaders and see what I could do. Sure. Now I asked Jacob Plocker this question. We talked to him not too long ago, um, but I'm curious to get your answer too. How do you, how do you balance the mix in cross country of it being a team sport, but also obviously the individual element when you are racing um, kind of those two dynamics at the same time, what's the approach in preparation and in the middle of a race? I think it's important to just at practice be encouraging with your teammates and um, we've had a really, really good year with that just on the guys, uh, men's and women's sides, um, just telling each other, you know, good job even when we don't have our best days, you know, just saying, hey, like it's all right, it's, you can't have your best day every day and um, also just when it comes to racing itself, just knowing that if I want my team to do the best they can do, I have to do the best I can do today um, because ultimately you can't control what other people are doing, but you can uh, control what you're doing. So I think that's the approach. Right. Uh, well, Andy, not to make you feel old, but you're a senior now. And I want to ask you, looking back on your time in Hattiesburg and specifically running for Coach Hegstrom in this program, what, what sticks out to you when you reflect on your time here? I think just growth as a runner, obviously, but also growth as a person. I've learned a lot. Um, I've been running for 10 years, and, and the past four of them have been on this team. Um, and I just have really appreciated the um, – Again, the, the time, the preparation it takes for, you know, just months of training just to get to one championship. Um, and I think it's it's made me a better person in that I've learned how to balance, you know, life and running and school. And um, I've, I've learned a lot uh, about hard work and just dedication and focus, honestly. Now you also got some family you're running alongside in these races, which is pretty cool. Uh, she holds her own, too, I'd say. Isabel Wheeler named to the SSAC All-Freshman team this week on Monday. What, what's it like running with her? Is, is there maybe an extra edge of competitiveness that gives you? Yeah, there definitely is. Um, at the beginning of the season, Coach Blake uh, said to us, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you were 15 uh, seconds apart, within 15 seconds of each other every race. And right. That hasn't quite happened, but it has definitely been competitive. And at practice, you know, we run alongside each other. And 
um, it's been really nice having her, you know, just seeing what, what she's been able to accomplish and do. And um, she works really hard as well. And I don't know, it's just kind of nice to have that, like you said, that family aspect as well. Yeah. It's a unique experience. A lot of people don't get that. Now, in that top finish in the SSAC Championship, you earn an individual bid to run the NEI National Cross Country Championship. And uh, at the time of this recording, it's Thursday. We're going to come out with this on Monday. So uh, at the time of this recording, it's it's the week of the race. So I, I guess you can kind of put yourself there. Uh, but in these, in these two weeks, what's that prep been like for that race? Uh, again, honestly, mostly just fine-tuning because, um, as Coach Blake likes to say, the hay's in the barn. Um, the work has been put in, and now it's just kind of that focusing up and um, getting that good um, speed work in to try to fine-tune, you know, your uh, faster capabilities, like finishing speeds sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just trying to mentally prep. Um, the goal is top 40 uh, All-American at Nationals. Um, have a shot at that. And uh, I'm just looking forward to the trip itself and just trying to, you know, not, not get too nervous about it. I'm honestly just really excited. Is there any difference in your mindset in the middle of a race when you, when you know you're competing uh, at the highest level in a national championship like that? Honestly, I, I try not to approach it that way because I know for me, um, you know, I have anxiety. And so if I, if I do think about it that way, I, I will likely psych myself out. So usually I just, I approach it as this is just another meet and it's just another day to compete and have fun with it, honestly. Yeah. All right. One more, one more question before we let you go, Andy, uh, I love to, to ask one kind of get to know you question for our athletes. If you could place yourself five years from now, what would you be doing and where? Well, I'm in nursing school. Um, I'm finishing up in February, so hopefully, you know, something um, with nursing. I like working on the floor. Um, as to where, uh, as of now, I'm planning on staying in Mississippi at least for a couple years. I I would be lying if I said I knew where life was going to take me, though. So, sure. <laughs> you know. It's a tough question. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's Andy Wheeler. Andy, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, before those five years, got some business to take care of next week, so best of luck. Thank you so much. Andy Wheeler, everybody, we are next going to talk to uh, an athlete on our men's country side of things, Tabo Vidi. We'll have that right after this. We are now speaking with freshman on our cross country team in his third year, got a couple of years back, Tabo Vidi. Uh, Tabo, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Tabo, it was announced this week that you repeated as SSAC Runner of the Year, and there's so many talented runners across this conference that you've run against and beaten. So, yeah, when, when you when you hear that you've won that award for the second time, what goes through your mind? What does it mean to you to do that twice in a row? I mean, it was just like an amazing feeling, you know, like just like the hard work paying off, like all the time you like put in, like training over the summer and like fine tweaking um, training coach and um it was like a tough year this year um you know going in with an injury and like um trying to <laughs> tough it through the race and like coming out on top was just like um crazy yeah all right let's talk about the sport uh from a thirty thousand feet view if you will you cross-country runners do do um i think what a lot of people can't do and wouldn't voluntarily do if they could and run running long distances very fast so what what drew you to this sport and made you want to pursue it at the level that you do um i never uh, initially like was in in the sport 
um, I always played uh, field hockey in South Africa. I really enjoyed it. It yeah. was like a team environment and like a lot of people, like extremely fun. And I remember trying out like for the school's cross country team just um, to have fun with my friends and my coach was like, hey, um, yeah, you're really talented. Like, uh, what do you think about coming to run for me for the cross country or track and field season? I was like, well, um, I'll give it a try. But like, um, I gave it a go and um, only made it to like uh, probably like the regional level and like it was like extremely tough competition and um, I remember thinking uh, do I really want to do this it's tough like you know it takes away a lot of my time I don't get to spend a lot of time with my friends mm-hmm. um, and like I thought about it I'm like you know I enjoy traveling and being with the um, other athletes at training and um, just I decided to give it like my best go at it and um just like stop being lazy because i used to love sleeping in never <laughs> made it to mo- the morning session trainings yeah. and i just like you know what like i'm gonna do this and like give my 100 percent effort and then like there was like a big change you know like from like being a mediocre level runner to like oh my gosh she's like one of the best in the country and i was like man um this is like really good for me and like i just stuck with it and like as an event or result of it, <laughs> ended up in the United States, which is like being great so far. Yeah. Well, I know Coach Hexstrom is glad you stuck with it. Uh, and I love to ask this question of our athletes that are from different places. Your hometown is Alberton, South Africa. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Yes. Um, so so what was what was the selling point that got you to come compete in, uh, in first of all, the States, but then in specifically Hattiesburg, Mississippi, for this program at William Carey? You know, um, I wasn't initially – like looking to come and study in the United States or compete. Um, like I had a plan and like wanted to study in South Africa, wanted to run for a very prestigious, prestigious university in South Africa called University of Johannesburg. And um, I was going to stay with my coach that I had and I was close to home. So very comfortable, would have been very comfortable and um, easier. And uh, one of the coaches uh, from William Carey, like, reached out to me. It's like, hey, um, like, what school year are you in? And, like, um, what do you think about coming to compete for William Carey? So I was like, uh, I don't know. You know, it's <laughs> like a lot of um, <laughs> um, a lot of processes leading up. Sure. To, or coming to the United States is, like, very difficult. And um, I just uh, thought about it, planned, spoke with Coach Blake through email back and forth, and um, decided it was, like, a very good opportunity um, to come to the United States and study and like also traveling and seeing all these different places and which has helped in like my individual growth as a person and just like seeing things on a different perspective. Um, yeah. Now let's go back to last week. The men's co- cross country crusaders repeated as SSAC conference championships and you won the individual first place. And also the top four were all wearing William Carey jerseys. So what did it, what did it take to bring what did it take to bring that trophy back home? And what does it say about this program to do it so convincingly? Well, um, it just shows that we are a program that's able to compete on that top level. You know, mm-hmm. um, the guys, I see them every day and I run with them every day. And like we work hard and like, um, like we put into each other, you know, like invest into each other and like help each other out. And uh, it does get tough but like uh, you know we always help each other and persist through um we understand what we needed to do at um conference and like uh, we all went in like positive um it was a fun trip and 
coach did like a very great job of like just um making sure that we trust in the process um just like um Andy said like the haze in the stack or something like that <laughs> um but yeah and like I feel like the boys like understood and like as a result we came out on top so. Yeah. Now the team heads to Vancouver, Washington to compete in the national championship on Friday the 19th, later this week at the time of uh, the release of this episode. It's a little over a week ago, a little over a week away, rather. So for you as an individual runner, what's the preparation for a race like that on on that stage? Um, For me, it's to just understanding that, like, you've put in the work and all the sessions that you need. Um, to be able to compete on that level, it's just getting yourself mentally ready um, to go out there and just like you know fight and because it's like the last meet, it's like the highest mm-hmm. um, <laughs> prestige. Yeah, um, you can be and like it's just like just believing in what you've been doing and just like um, executing your game plan throughout um, the course of the race. So. It also might be a little chilly. I think it's going to be somewhere around the low 40s. Do you, do you run any differently in cold weather, or is, is there a, a different approach to a race in that environment? For me, it doesn't make that big of a difference. I just tell myself, hey, I'm cold, so are the other athletes. Hey, I'm hot, so are the other athletes. Right. So it's right. just like, hey, everybody's going through it and just like um, tough it out, I guess. Yeah. Well, Tabo, last question before we let you go. If you could bring one dish back from home to share with your team, what would it be? It would be burrovos. So it's like mm. a South African-made sausage uh, from, like, meat. And it's, like, uh, there's, like, a different process, like, carried through it um, where they treat it, and it's, like, very good. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really good, burrovos. Man, Tavo, you got you got me a little hungry right now. It's We're recording this around lunchtime. I might... I probably won't be able to find any of that uh, around Hattiesburg, but would love to try that one day. Tabo, the back-to-back SSAC Runner of the Year. Thanks for being with us, Tabo, and great luck next week. Thank you. That is Tabo Vitti. Next, we're going to talk to head coach of these two athletes, Blake Hexstrom. Highlighting William Carey Crusader Athletics. This is Crusader Talk. Now, back to the show. Final conversation today. We are now talking to head coach of those two athletes, Andy Wheeler and Tabo Vitti. We just spoke to Blake Hegstrom in his seventh year at William Carey. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me again. Coach, this Monday you were named the SSAC Coach of the Year, which is back-to-back winning that award and your fourth Coach of the Year award in your seventh season. When you hear that, what, what does that mean to you, and, and what does that say about this program? Uh, obviously honored to, to receive that award. Um, again, I always want to push the credit back to the athletes. Yeah. Um, the, these guys and girls have been busting their butts and making sure that the focuses have been there and what they're trying to do. And so we always try to make sure that when it's all said and done, when the, when the races are over and the season's done, that um, credit goes where it's due. And, sure. and last time I checked, I didn't do too much running. <laughs> uh, so so um, um, give, it, give it to them and just bust, busting their butts this season. And just um, staying focused and for each other throughout the year. Now, both of those groups uh, that you mentioned, the men's team with the automatic team bid and three of your ladies with individual bids to the national championship next Friday, 
first of all, what's what's the prep been like in this this two week gap between the SSAC championship and that match next week? Yeah, so all, all they're, they're both throwing me under the bus with my Midwest roots and the <laughs> the haze in the barn. Um, a lot of our work that we've we've got it, you know, we've got a lot of that heavy lifting done, and so we get we get these last couple of weeks. A couple of things we've got to focus on is just getting healthy and a lot of mental prep going into what that looks like. Mm. Um, we're we're always sharpening and through this last last little bit here. Um, just making sure we're doing the right thing stimulus wise and touching back on some stuff. Hey, are we, how we, how are we feeling about this? How our legs, how our body feel. But, um, when it's all said and done, that confidence going in there is going to be the thing that we're, we're kind of preparing the most. You kind of touched on it there. Is, is there any difference in how you prepare for what's the biggest race of the year on the mental side of things? I think we try to, um, to, to obviously show the severity of it, but at the same time, we don't want, um, to overplay it. Um, mm-hmm. As a younger coach, um, terrible at it. So, so, so mistakes that I've made and you learn from it. And, and as a, as a coach, you should always be learning constantly. Um, but, but saying, oh, let's put this up on this pedestal. And when push comes to shove, it's the same distance that you've been running the entire year. Yeah, it's it's the same. Uh, like Tabo said, you've got everybody's in the same kind of whether it's rainy or it's hot or it's forty degrees. You're gonna. Everybody's dealing with the same things. So, can we go ahead and execute them upon what we've practiced the entire year and prepared for? No different than we would have before. And I think that um, we've got a group that's really understanding of that mm-hmm. and showed that this last week at the conference championship. You know, you you very well could have gone in that and been like, I gotta I gotta do a little something extra for this this meet because it's the word championship at the end of it. And and they didn't overreach, but they definitely um, executed what they knew they were capable of and, and showed that. Now, we talked to two of them today, Tabo Vidi and Andy Wheeler. Uh, you've got a long list of runners who, like them, have you know won the individual awards, been highly successful throughout their careers, as well as some new faces who have made an immediate impact, uh, all, for, all, te- all freshman team members on both sides, the men's and the women's. Um, what, what's your approach in, in recruiting to continually bring athletes in here that uh, that have that type of success? Or I guess second part of that question, or, or along with that, what attributes do you look for in a recruit that will fit into this program? Totally. Um, so being a good runner is, is obviously multifaceted, right? There's different things we're looking for in that. But um, that's not the end-all, be-all for us in our recruiting mm-hmm. process. Um, we've, we've really tried to focus more on the character of the individual, and the effort put forth at whatever they may have been at. Mm-hmm. And so you might get a guy who um, hasn't had the as spectacular of times, but like the effort is there, the attitude is there, the right energy is there, and they're hungry for what they're wanting to do as far as being a team player and buy-in. That guy every day of the week is going to be the guy who you want on your squad down the stretch mm-hmm. as you and as they develop. And they may not be a freshman impact right away. They might, but they may not be. Um, but knowing that, hey, by the time you're a sophomore, junior, senior, you're some weight expected there. But as a freshman, like, as much as we'd love to say, hey, sit back and chill, that's not the case either. Right. So, so um, but the guys that we've got this year have shown that, like, hey, I'm a freshman, but guess what? I've, I, I'm bought in. Let's do this and see how far I can go. And, and I've really have done that on both sides, men and women. So that's always fun. Um, but times are, times are all relative. You know, I think if for a good recruit who says, you know, I ran X my time, but but um, as far as their buy-in or their effort or their um, team chemistry with their where they're at, like that plays a factor too, and we, yeah. we always watch it. Yeah. 
Uh, cross country is a little bit different uh, than a lot of other sports, I think, as I was thinking about this. As a coach, you're not right there next to your athletes like a basketball or volleyball coach on the court uh, with their team throughout the competitive action. So how do, you, how do you approach that role in the middle of a race as a coach? Lots of wind sprints. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, we're, you know, you see these these cross country coaches. We're all we're all busting across the the course as fast as we can or different marks. Yeah. Uh, a lot a lot of it again is is trusting your people and like mm. so we're gonna get out there and encourage and um, be like a pit crew in some things. And you know that I always always uh, joke with some of my guys that especially been in that championship caliber. Like, hey, you're the driver. You've got the steering wheel. You got the gas. I'm I'm gonna be your GPS or your pit crew here. Like, hey, this guy's coming. Make sure you're watching, or make sure we're doing these things, and focusing on this, this, this. But end of the day, like you're behind the wheel. I trust you to make some decisions, um, and I'm not gonna micromanage you through this entire race. But we are gonna have a kind of a a, um, a soft plan coming into it always. Sure. Now I want to ask you about Tabo Vidi specifically. This might be a little uncomfortable because he's still in the room, but, but this is his uh, third year in the program, and he's won back-to-back SSAC Runner of the Year awards. Wins the individual SSAC championship. So what what uh, what about Tabo makes him such a quality competitor? I think it, I think it pins back on what we talked about through the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. It's the character of the person, and so the buy-in and the team the team focus despite being the best athlete but the the emphasis on the others around him helps i think him to do well yeah. also and also take the steps for leadership for for the guys on his squad and so i think you've seen him step into that role um and do that and i'll and i'll share with you and uh we've been kind of on you know playing close to the chest on it but um Tabo's had a pretty significant injury um that she, he's been dealing with since um about the second week in October, so about three or four weeks now. Yeah, uh, it, it's been is more lingering before, and it's turned into something larger now with um, with an Achilles deal. And so we haven't really been able since the Michigan trip to really train him mm. like the way that we'd like. Just easy, just like hey, plug in, let's go, let's get the workouts in. So we've had to do a lot of um, cross training, biking, um, supplementing with weights, just anything we can do to keep him his fitness there and him feeling aggressively in a good spot. But we walked into. Um, uh, the race and it before on Friday for the championship last week and conference and the day before the plan was actually for him to just kind of let, let's start and see how far we get. Um, and, and he, even before the race started about half hour before he's like, I'm going to see how far I can go. And if I'm feeling like I'm vibing, I'm in a good spot. Then like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to go as long as I can. And we get through, we get through about two miles and I see a look on his face and it's, I'm going to do this for my team and I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going. Um, cause we, we had kind of said, Hey, let's see how far we go, but we want to keep focusing on nationals cause you're a contender at the national meet. Um, and, and for him, he said, no, nah, this is about my team too. And so I want to keep leading them and guiding them. And so he helped pull that group of four guys out and make sure that they're in a good zone and, and really helped manage that and kind of put the, the, uh, cruise, cruise control for those guys. Hey, this is where we need to be at and work. And so that leadership and that character, is what drives him, no doubt, and then um, no, I think uh, the team around him rises to that as well. Now, I'm not going to ask about all of your specific runners because it would it would uh, that would take a lot of time, uh, but it's hard not to ask about Andy Wheeler too in her senior year, and she's had a, a fantastic career as well on the women's side of things. What's it like to have a senior leader like that leading that group? Yeah, Andy's done it since she was a freshman, um, and so she was one that she came in and um, it was. Uh, thrust upon her like hey guess what you are you're gonna get to be a leader and she just rose right to it and so um, f- 
for me, she's one that when she graduates, you know, you as a coach, you're like, you sure you want to graduate? Yeah, or right. can, we, can we get you to fail a nursing class and keep <laughs> you around? Um, sure, there's a COVID year in there. I mean, Todd was a third year freshman. So, um, you know, can we, can, we, can we find a way to keep you around? Right. Um, but again, just I think the big word for her, if you're like, describe her in one word, encourager. Um, and so for the, gir- the girls, you know, um, need that and the team needs that as a whole and so she's done a great job of that and I have to make sure as a coach that I'm one to encourage her because sure. she's always pouring into others and so we're making sure that we're just the same that she's not draining herself just taking care of everybody else so a little bit of team mom action there but <laughs> um, man she'll be she'll be missed when she graduates yeah now as we talked about this is not your first rodeo in the NAI national championship what, what's your favorite part about this time of the year as your teams go and compete at the highest level yeah I think for me this trip's really cool um, cross-country nationals rotates um, every couple of years and we're in uh, Portland, Oregon, which is actually where the first championship that I got to attend was at. And there's just a sense of the running community up there. And just, you know, you get a lot of the uh, pros that live up there and just mm-hmm. the kind of that that, that um, vibe up there with the running community. And so it's really a cool atmosphere. Um, but we've been able to, with the group, as this this is some older ones and some younger ones that are mixed, make sure that they've had some opportunities to, to see some of these teams that they're going to see throughout the year. Like we travel to Louisville, Michigan, seeing those top 25 teams so that when they get there, it's not shell shock in, in it. And so for me this year going into it, the confidence as a coach that I have with both um, the men's team and those individual girls, just like they're ready. And I don't need to, I don't need to hype it up or talk about like what you need to do. Like if anything, I probably need to play it down. Um, just like, Hey, Chill out. You know, yeah. <laughs> one of the other senior guys, Jacob, who's on here early this year, he's texting me the night about it. Like, it was, it was late at night texting me about, hey, this. And I was like, bro, just, like, stop. Like, just just, en- just enjoy, the, enjoy the process. And so, because um, I don't want you to run the, he- the race in your head 15,000 times, and you get there, and you're already mentally exhausted. So, right. just, just chill out. Um, but so, with the group, is the group's ready. And for me, get it, and for, the, for them, I think the opportunity to go and represent William Carey, uh, I think the opportunity is awesome. Well, specifically, uh, I mean, obviously, you're running against the best in NIA next week uh, or later this week. Um, what do the Crusaders need to do as a team and individually for those individual runners to be their very best next Friday? Yeah, I think the thing that we've been really um, pressing on them with the way the course runs and the way that just the uh, national championships tend to go is make sure um, when you walk on the line, there's that doubt. And then you, you, you go, boy, I hope I have a good day today. That's got to be gone. It's got to be just execute. I'm ready to execute. I'm ready. And then as we get it, and then getting out and establishing ourselves early. Um, for us to get in a race like this and get behind the sticks and then go, I've got, I've got to work back through is difficult. So um, we've trained them that way. Um, and we in, in our training, some of it is specific to the, the championship course and the way that it runs. And so um, they're – they're excited. They know what they have to execute, but um, it'll be getting out and then establishing that, hey, I'm in a good sp- good spot. Let's be patient and be ready to push when it's time. And for the girls, that 5K, we joke. Uh, you know, it's not very long. <laughs> it happens really quick. Um, and so one of those things is like, keep your foot on the gas. Don't yeah. come off. Yeah. Crusaders will head uh, right down the road to Vancouver, Washington on Friday, November 19th. Be sure to check carryathletics.com for all the information you need about that and keep up with these Crusaders. That's Coach Blake Hegstrom. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having us. We'll wrap it up on the other side of this. 
Let's finish it up and look ahead on the schedule for Crusader Athletics this week. A couple of basketball doubleheaders on Monday night. So at the time of the release of this episode, that'll be later tonight. If you were in the Hattiesburg area, we'd love to have you over to Clinton Gymnasium uh, for both our men's and women's taking on Xavier out of New Orleans. The women will get started at 5.30 p.m. And the men immediately following that scheduled for 7.30 in the evening. That'll be a really fun one to have uh, in Clinton. And on Thursday, November 18th, another basketball doubleheader. Both of our men's and women's sides will head uh, to Georgia to take on Bruton Parker. The women starting at 4.30 and the men at 6.30 in the evening. And as we talked about this episode, our men's cross-country team will compete in the NAI National Championship in Vancouver, Washington. That is a race start of 10 a.m. and uh, three of our ladies as well competing individually so be sure to check carryathletics.com for all of the updates and stream information everything you need to know about William Carey Athletics and that action this week we greatly appreciate you being with us for another episode of Crusader Talk my name is Ben Milam thanks for being with us we hope to have you with us next week thanks for listening to Crusader Talk Be sure to come back next week for another inside look at your Crusaders. This has been a presentation of William Carey Athletics.